Welcome, everyone, to the first ever question and answer podcast episode. My name is Justin, and I will be your host. In relation to my entrepreneurship class that I'm currently taking in school, I created this podcast to further my knowledge of the stories and experiences that many successful entrepreneurs have faced. Today, I'm going to be taking a closer look in conversation uh, with a few question and answer responses with the founder and CEO of Under Armour, Kevin Plank. Uh, Kevin is uh, trying to connect here from his Under Armour headquarters in Baltimore. Uh, although we are experiencing a few technical difficulties with this call, uh, as we're spanning from 3BC in Canada all the way down to Baltimore, um, just while we are waiting here, why don't I give the listeners a little, uh, a little backstory behind the $4.2 billion net worth genius. Uh, so the company that Kevin had created uh, was branded as Under Armour. In modern day, you know, Under Armour has become well known as in the top three sports apparel companies next to, of course, Nike and Adidas. Uh, even I myself have accessories from Under Armour, uh, and even in my closet displaying how this, this small idea has reached households worldwide. Um, it appears that uh, we have been able to develop a little bit of connection here with Mr. Plank. Uh, he's been able to join the podcast at the moment, so uh, I'd like to welcome you and uh, start off with posing a few questions in relation to your uh, background, Kevin, and uh, what motivated you to start this company. Uh, really, how, how big was your dream at uh, first for the potential of this company? The dream was never a big dream. It was a dream that was lived day by day. So I know and I hope that there's an entrepreneur out there that's thinking about, I've got this idea. I may want to try to uh, start this company or create this app or whatever you're contemplating. But what I can tell you as an entrepreneur who sits here on a bit of the other side of the barrel is that there's no one day, there's no one thing that sort of clicks. Um, You just have to get up and you have to decide for yourself that tomorrow's going to be a little better than today and next week will be a little better than this week. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a, you know, the journey was uh, was one, I was was an athlete, I was an American football player. I played at university at the University of Maryland, was my alma mater. And I wasn't a particularly great athlete, um, and so I was always looking for an edge or an advantage. And I was always aware of the things that I wish could be better. And I never understood as all the innovation would come out from things like footwear, no one ever dressed apparel and as an athlete underneath of of your 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 uniform your jersey your pads you would just wear the same old basic short sleeve cotton t-shirt in the summer and long sleeve cotton t-shirt in the winter and it used to just befuddle me it just blew my mind why no one had ever taken on innovating against this and a cotton t-shirt dry and sorry for the metric system but um you know dry weighed about six ounces and saturated would weigh up to three pounds yeah so yeah that's a great point so I guess this sweat-soaked uh, football t-shirt merely uh, kind of started your company, right? I understand that it uh, presented a few extra pounds on the field, uh, which limited your performance and that of your Maryland teammates. Um, what uh, further action did you take to execute uh, this product idea after you thought of it? So the concept was as simple as, what if we took something like a synthetic material like I've seen in, in biker shorts before, and what if somebody made that for the upper body? And I just um, simply went to a local fabric store, bought some material, and um, uh, took a uh, tight little white Hanes T-shirt to a local tailor. Had to make up six or seven samples, and um, made the first uh, made the first seven prototypes of Under Armour. And realized this was a concept that would work, as I tested it out on my, my teammates from the University of Maryland, and they told me that they liked it. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that was a great great idea. So uh, basically, kind of half invented a product. You know, by taking that uh, biker short material and just using it on a different part of your body. It's very smart. 
Um, on to the next question. Um, were there any obstacles that you uh, faced that led you to you know, take a big risk, uh, hoping that it would pay off? We were coming off of a million dollar year in 1999 on our way to uh, being a five million dollar company uh, the next year, but we didn't have any money. I was dead broke, and uh, you know I was, when entrepreneurs ask and they talk about venture capital and raising money, so the best thing you can do is sell the inventory that you have. You know it doesn't come with a, a board seat or someone telling you what to do or how to run your business, and so the the bet was we'd gotten um, to a, a guy named Oliver Stone who was making a movie called Any Given Sunday starring Al Pacino and Cameron Diaz and. Um, this whole host of, uh, of great actors. And uh, they were going to use Under Armour as almost a character in the movie. And it was taking a bet from one time where I looked around the company and I had to ask some of the, the, the we call them teammates, uh, if they wouldn't mind cutting their, skipping their paycheck for a couple weeks. And if they would, um, they get some more equity in the company. And in making that bet, because this commercial is going to come out or the movie is going to come out at the end of 1999, I thought they'd see these logos on these athletes in the movie and uh, these actors in the movie like Jamie Foxx. And I thought they'd think it was a fictitious company. And so at that time it was about print. And um, we, we took a half-page ad in ESPN, the magazine. It cost $25,000. was all the money that we had. Uh, at the time, there were 15 of us or 12 of us sitting around a table and asked everybody their opinion. And some said they thought it was a good idea and some said they thought it wasn't such a good idea. Well, the good news is that um, I got to make the call and we decided to spend the $25,000 on the ad. And that $25,000 ad on a year where we did $1.3 million a year before in all of 12 months, uh, that ad generated close to $800,000 in sales over the next 10 days to two weeks. Yeah, you know, after listening to that, the way I see it, you know, there's always that uh, one obstacle in the way for every entrepreneur. It's just if they're willing to defeat it is the real question, which uh, certainly you rose up to the challenge. Uh, just a few more questions here, then I'll let you uh, be on your way. Uh, I understand that your company has grown from a handful of uh, trusted friends, really, uh, employees to over uh, 20,000 globally. Uh, what characteristics allowed for you to be uh, successful and uh, what do you want to see in others when uh, you're hiring for many positions? Well, you've got the foundational things like character and integrity, um, all that matter. Um, but hunger is so important. You know, you just, it's, it's interesting along the roads of, I've lived a lot of different chapters of the brand at this point. And so I'm 23 years into it. And, you know, from my founding partners that started it to, you know, uh, relatives. And it's interesting. People have said, uh, we've actually been, been received criticism. People say, you know, you've, you've started this company with, uh, you know, just a bunch of your friends and people that you knew. And I said, look, I was a state school graduate from the University of Maryland. I was a former football player with no money to start a company. Yeah. I didn't have Harvard MBAs lining up at the door to say, can I get a job? And so, so much of the process and the journey has been um, having people that just love the brand, you know, and finding people that can love and believe in the mission. And when you're trying to compel somebody at 22 or 23 to work for you, you know, they better believe that you have the right idea and that they can get behind you. And so as you start building up, it's, it's, it's not a loyalty, but it's just, it's a trust and it's a belief. And you have to earn that. And I like to say that trust is something that is built in drops and it's lost in buckets. And so every day we deposit toward that trust bucket and making people see that what they're building towards is something that is, it's worth getting beyond. It's worth working for. It's worth the long nights. And beyond the, you know, the, the early ones that were there that were, you know, part of the, the pre-IPO equity, it's the ones that are there now that are saying, you know, this company is really just getting started and that the best days is not me talking about grandma's house. It's talking about, you know, the transformation we've been on and the opportunity we have in front of us right now is that to build and be the, you know, the biggest, baddest brand on the planet. And that's what we want to become. Yeah, you're, you truly are 
you're truly your brand you've really brought it bought into this process uh, do you have any moments that really made you uh, happy of what you've become and what the brand has become once in a store and I watched this um, mom walk into a sporting goods store about four o'clock in the afternoon and she had two little boys with her one maybe uh, one maybe ten the other one maybe eight years old and they sort of uh, she had them in both hands and all of a sudden one little boy stops and says mom mom look it's under armor under armor under armor in the store and you see the mom kind of grabs and says don't go over there that stuff's expensive I didn't bring you here to buy under armor and sort of I'm um, watching this happen and I'm looking at the boy I'm like go go break away little boy breaks away mom's helping the other one and he runs over and he grabs his under armor shirt and it was just after school so he's got a collar he grabs his compression shirt off of the rack he sticks his head through it he punches his arms out and he just says he puts his shirt on and i'm watching this whole thing happen he steps out into the middle of the aisle and he puts his arms up like superman he's making two muscles and he just goes hey mom and his collar is all jacked <laughs> up underneath of him with his under armor compression shirt and he goes hey mom he goes look at me i'm wearing under armor i can do anything and like that moment to me was one where he's like, Mom, I need this shirt in order to be my best self. It gave him a superpower, and that's what we want to do. At any time, any, any girl, any boy puts our product on, engages with our brand, that they feel like they just got a little bit better. And whether that is someone trying to make a team, whether someone trying to win a championship, whether it's just someone who's walking into the cafeteria with their, with their tray in their hand, and they're trying to get the confidence to say, where am I going to go stand or sit? But today they've got something different. Today they're wearing Under Armour, and they can actually be a little bit better. I think uh, I'd love to know if you bought that uh, t-shirt for the kid, Kevin, or did you just let the mom pay? We, 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 we took care of him for sure. We took care of him. It wasn't Unarmor for life, but it was Unarmor for the week. Yeah, that's a great story. Well, um, we're just going to get uh, two more questions here. You know, of course, it's Super Bowl weekend, right? You, Tom Brady is one of your sports. Uh, someone that you sponsor and wears your clothing brand uh quite a bit uh you know you got you got brady fournette justin jefferson dk chase young basketball you got Embiid, um and of course curry um i i realize that you're a huge uh from doing a little research that you're a huge uh golden state warriors fan um did this uh, kind of thrive for the team, bring you to broadcast with Curry, or did you see his uh, potential uh, before you recruited him? You like this isn't just boy they got lucky and they signed yeah. Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry had been in the NBA for three years and hadn't made the All Star team when we signed him. And so I believe as much as us pushing for Stephen to come be the face of Under Armour basketball was as much about. Um, um, helping establish his belief as yeah, well like yeah. he's an excellent basketball player and it's not because of under armor but it certainly doesn't hurt and we say we are we need you to be our face and you're going to go against kd and you're going to go against lebron and we're going to have you as our yeah. uh stalwart and he absolutely lived up to that and every bit of it and then uh last question for today um i was uh just wondering if you had any uh advice for like uh, a young high school student myself or uh any young entrepreneur that you wish you knew when you uh, started out your business? Find out if someone, you know, at the end of the day, and I get it from entrepreneurs all the time, is asking me that, and it's the, the, the number one advice, is find out if somebody is willing to take, you know, cold hard cash out of their pocket and whatever your good or services and pay you for it in exchange. 
and it can't be um, I'm working on this idea it's just not the right time I don't know if this feels good um, you can find a hundred reasons why you probably shouldn't start the company yeah. but you only re really need one to say I'm going to go get after this and I believe in it and whether you want to make the full bet like I did is is you know I was bartending at night um, when I before I started and then I got to a point where even the three hours of bartending or four hours it took me to bartend uh, to you know make a few hundred dollars that would sort of get me on to the next night or get me through it was I quit because I said I need to put every hour and ounce that I had into just starting my company okay. if you're gonna go for it um, you've got to believe you've got to be all in uh, when you're ready to make that decision make sure that you're ready to make it absolute and um, you know go for it one thing that's important is don't save anything for the swim back if you want to get into a business and be an entrepreneur don't hedge yeah you know I'll, I'll definitely take that advice yeah no you know not to take any shortcuts in life and uh, stick with my uh, decisions in the future uh, so uh, that will be it for today's question and answer period uh, with Kevin Plank uh, we got some great responses and advice for the future uh, and thank you Kevin it's been a pleasure talking to you and thanks for coming on the podcast um, I'd like to thanks to our listeners for listening in and that'll do it for today's episode uh, bye everybody